Welcome to the Real Estate Mastery Minute with your host, Joe Schulteis. On our show, we're here to give you tips, tricks, and ideas to take your real estate career to the next level. This way, you don't turn into one of the statistics of 87% of agents will fail out in the first year, in the first three years in the industry. In this episode, I wanted to um, continue with the buyer on what to do with the buyers. So you go, you're, you're taking them out, you're showing them properties, you find the right one. Now what? Well, hopefully you've been listening to my past, uh, you've been listening to my past episodes and you've been really working on, uh, on the offer to purchase and understanding the contracts. Because now it's time to, to go through it again. This should not be the first time that you're going through the offer to purchase and all with all the addendums and everything like that with the buyers. Like we talked about in the last episode, during the buyer, buyer consultation, make sure you're explaining it to them. And also, during this process, make sure you're re-explaining to them what the whole process is. Like, hey, just because we're putting in an offer, we get something accepted, it doesn't mean that we're going to close tomorrow. Here's here's how it works. Well, in Wisconsin, here's how it works. Okay, first thing you're going to do, we're going to put in an offer. We're going to hear back by, by tomorrow afternoon. Then we get an accepted offer. Then within the first five days, we're going to have to put down earnest money. Just like we talked about, earnest money, that's kind of like putting something on layaway at, at the store. You're saying, hey, I'm willing to, to, to purchase this property, and here's some money I'm putting down for it, as long as all these other contingencies are met. So that's how I explain it. Then we're talking about the earnest money. Earnest money is within the first five days of acceptance in our, in our state. Earnest money, it sits in a trust account. It's not for, you know, it, that it doesn't go to you or to anybody else. What it does is it sits there. It's like we talked about. It's there for your down. It's there for um, saying, hey, I intend to purchase this property as long as all the rest of these contingencies are met. And once we do close, that will be taken off uh, or that'll be taken off of what you need to bring to closing. Then within the first uh, within the first seven to 10 days, we need to have a home inspection of the property. Why? Because we only have 15 days to negotiate. What this does for us is now I want you to be at the home inspection, at least at the last hour. So that way we can get any questions answered that we have during that or during the home inspection. That way, when the home inspector does send over the um, oh, send over the uh, inspection report, we will have the ability to talk to them. Um, we'll have the ability to, to, to know what's already going to be in there. And that way, if we need to, we can get any other contractors out here. For instance, if there's something majorly wrong with the HVAC system, with the plumbing, with the electrical, um, something wrong with the roof, something wrong, so you know the foundation. Now we can now we can get a hold of them before we have to wait that um, later that afternoon or even the next day in some cases for the inspection report. Now we can start setting those things up. Now, when we have an inspection, you got to remember that. This is not just for this. This is not going to be. We're not getting. We're not getting nitpicky on all the different things that we're getting because you're not getting a brand new house. It's for proper or the projects that are going to um, be adverse facts that are they're going to mess with the condition of the property. That's going to condition or mess with somebody's health. Those are the things that we're looking for. So if there's something wrong with the roof, if there's a mold-like substance. Um, those are the things that you're doing. Now, if there's a drip or if there's a leaky faucet, 
probably not going to be the thing that we're looking for. That's going to go under the honeydew list because you and I, if somebody asks you to, to change out a, a faucet, are you going to go out and get a nice or nice the nice one? Or are you just going to get the Menards, Home Depot, um, Walmart special? Exactly. So that's going to be within the first 15 days. We're going to have that done. Then within the first 21 days, you're going to have the appraisal done on the property. That way, it's going to show that the property is worth worth what we are, what the contract for our states it is, and then also so that way we make sure that the price, you know, that the um, it's in the right condition for or for the loan type. We are going to give them the right to cure. What that means is, with the right to cure, if if for some reason it doesn't come out um, at the purchase price, they can drop the price to whatever the appraised value is, and we're still stuck in the contract. Hey, you're getting it for a little bit cheaper. That's not a bad deal, right? Then financing commitments. We got to keep on the, or when, you, when you're doing this, you're going to keep on the lender. Email them every, or usually I email my lenders every Monday, find out how, what's going on, make sure that they're, that we're on track to get the, the financing and being able to close on time. That's going to be with how, within how many ever days that it, say, you know, it states in the contract. Um, if you're doing well septic and water testing, Make sure because those things, um, especially in the Wisconsin, um, it's going to, you know, those those are only, or the septic is only good for 60 days. And it has to be, you know, and usually you want it within seven days of, or seven days before closing. That's going to be the one that's going to be before closing instead of after acceptance. So those are some of the, or those are some of the, um, some of the different things that we're going to talk about. But this, you should know how to talk or how you should know your contract. So that way you're able to go through it just like that. If um, if it, if it's a multifamily or if there's if it's being rented out, you gotta you gotta be able to understand it and know hey how to go through the different or the addendum for the rental property. Understand what the heck that is. Again, those are the things that you're gonna have to you're gonna be doing now that you, you know now that you found the right property. And don't just send it over for them to sign. Uh, I've heard of a couple different realtors in in my area that are just saying, "Hey, I just sent you over the I just sent you over the offer to purchase. Look it over and sign it." Well, that's silly. Why? Because they don't know this. You should know this back and backwards and forwards, left and right. You should know this top and bottom. Make sure you're going over that with them, so that way they understand it. And they can you can you could answer any questions that they have. It doesn't take that long. You can get it done within 15 minutes if you're really pushing it. I usually give it about a half hour. 40 minutes just so that way I can get make sure that then I'm answering any questions that they have. So now that you found that or now that you found that property for them and they're super excited, make sure that you are going over that offer to purchase. Don't just send it to them. Explain to them the whole process. So that way they're not they're not blindsided some sometime down the road. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear back from you. Please like and share if you got something out of this podcast or know somebody that will. Also, please leave or like and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. Have a great day and God bless.